Hello. Hello. How you doing? Great. Is there more? <clears throat> so we're going to talk about the four by four by 48. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um, so it was a fundraiser we did. Yeah, the the four by four by forty eight. Where that came from, though, was like that's a David Goggins yeah. challenge, and I believe it's always like this one weekend. I mean, you could do it whenever you want, but that weekend of March third, I think historically that's what he's launched it as, and people can kind of do it globally, which is a neat idea. Yeah, um, that people are doing it at the same time. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, we did have Toby on. Yeah. He, one of our friends, clients people um he had done it last year mm -hmm. so some people might remember that um but it's essentially running four miles every four hours for 48 hours which also happens to be 48 miles that is true that's yes. what the math turns out to be yeah. <clears throat> 12 times four but we did it yeah so we did it well we did it separately before we get into what we did and our experience and stuff want to take a minute to acknowledge everybody who contributed to our fundraiser. We raised over $11,000, which is gnarly and kind of mind blowing. Uh, our goal was 7,000. Our goal was seven. To be honest with you, the real goal <clears throat> was 3,500 mm -hmm. because we raised money for, Vets, Veterans Exploring Treatment Solutions, which is the nonprofit that I worked through to go on my psychedelic retreat. And around $3,500 is what, generally mm -hmm. speaking, it's going to look like or be. And, you know, obviously things are whatever, different things. But nonetheless, that's what one person. That's one veteran. That's I would be sending being. one veteran. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of like, hey, if we can send one person, if we could use our network, our people, our, you know, whatever, to send one person, that would be really awesome. Mm -hmm. So obviously you set the goal at 7,000 and and we hit that. Uh, we, we hit that and then we exceeded it. And at the end of the day or week or month or whatever it was, we raised, what's the exact number? Like $11,100. Yeah. Yeah. So now we've been able to send three. So that's three human beings. Three people. Yeah. yeah which is three awesome. lives. And that's not only three lives. It's their family, their, their community. Family. Yeah. 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 But a lot of people contributed and yeah. so we're super grateful. Without further ado, thank you. So I'm going to read everybody. And everybody does deserve you know, their own line. So... Uh, Amber Capone, Sarah Jane Murray, Ben Allen, John Bender, Becky Johnson, Tim Chan, Edita, Kevin Brannon, Brooke, uh, Bendick, Becky, Mom and Dad, Lucas M, Grace, J, Kelly R, Pat F, Mark D, Rachel and DJ, Chris Hinshaw, Kara, Omar, Rachel Z, Lorena Weber, Dana Slade, uh, Mark and Christy, Lauren Marciano, Adam Mateo, Brian Combias, Eric S., Kate Diadito, Jane Lee, Adrian, Michelle Picker, Jess Gallo, Mel, Katie and Diego, Charles Yak, Teague, Solie, Abby, Chuck and Amy, Ben, Angelo, Pamela, Elena, Lynn and Stefan, Laney, Caroline Kale, Michelle Mankett, Christian G, Luther Elliott, Caitlin Fabian, Kieran, Greg Rude, Mike Moran, Christina Kay, Raquel, Andrea Smith, Ali Grizzab, Heidi McLean, Lauren Satone, Kevin Som, Melissa Reed, Jen Johi, Jen Berman, Tommy, Jeep Bryant, Grace, Dan Kay, Brad V, Noam K, VJK, Mike L, Paige G, 
and a bunch of anonymous yeah. folks. Which I know, Stacy, my dad and Veronica. Dad and Veronica. Yeah, so um, plenty. Amazing. And there's people who I know are anonymous that that they are listed yeah. as anonymous, and 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 thank you. Um, so to each and every one of you, thank you because <clears throat> without y'all, this would not have been um, the yeah. success that it was, and and that that really reached us, and 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 I don't know, I mean. That fueled me. I know there's specifically one, one run um, where my intention was to just, you know, feel feel that. Yeah. So which was which was. Cool. So this event, the fact that what we did, where we went, why we signed up, um, a couple of months ago, I guess, um, vets had put up that they were going to be weeks, not months. I mean, I weeks, was, I guess, yeah. a month that they were. Doing like this event, back. yeah, and you know, we were thinking like doing it at home. I guess we'd like to do it and raise some funds, and so we said, you know, we posted that we were doing it, and the next thing we know, they reached out Amber and Marcus and asked if Bill would kind of represent them at this actual event being held in Houston, which of course we were super honored and. Mm-hmm you know, agreed to. Um, so the event was a couple of different organizations all coming together. Um, and the main goal there is raising funds, awareness, support to help veterans all in the space of, with psychedelic healing. Yeah. Um, so some of the other organizations that were there, Warrior Angels. Yeah, so Warrior Angels, They kind Andrew of, and Adam Marr, two brothers, one was a Green Beret, one was an Apache pilot. They founded... Warrior Angels Foundation. Um, and they hosted it. And they hosted it yeah. at their ranch in right. Texas, outside Houston, and really demonstrated <clears throat> true leadership of bringing people together to elicit change. And that's what leadership is in a nutshell. And within the veteran nonprofit space, <laughs> it can me. be, um, that's not always the case. There's quite a bit of territorial markings, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Fuck that! We're going to bring everybody together," you know. And so they were sort of the, we'll say the, the the head, the host yeah. organization. They brought together vets, obviously, heroic hearts, um, SOA, special operations, something or other, mm-hmm. um, and then a and then a handful of other. You know, there was yeah. different brands individuals and people that were all but they really did an amazing job of kind of inviting the right people who all had a common goal and open hearts open minds to everything so yeah that was our intent to go and we decided yeah i guess that i would or the decision was i was going to run here do it Mm kind of on, on my own at home and then be able to volunteer yeah. Kind of not have both of us just in the event, but mm-hmm. but sort of be part of it in all aspects. So um, I did it here, and then we went there. So you did it a week before. Yeah. So you did it, what, two weeks ago now? Yeah. And so one of the things that you were sort of concerned about was your heel, your foot. Right. So I've had a heel thing since, really since the middle of my Ironman training hasn't gotten terrible it's gotten pretty bad it's gotten better kind of comes and goes but you know that consistent running you know for 48 miles in a short amount of time was a bit of a concern and I didn't you know I didn't know how that was going to go so right so how did it go for you it went great um I mean the event my, my heel was fine um, somehow it actually hurt the least it's ever hurt after I ran 48 miles which I'm still not I just don't know anything about the human body, I think, at this point. No. Um, but, yeah, it, you know, it was really kind of a perfect situation because what ended up happening is a lot of the people, a handful of people who you just listed who were able to support us with donations, they also were able to join me on the run. I kind of put out there that these are the times I'd be running. This is where I'd be doing it. And if anybody wanted to join a very slow pace, they would be, you know, I'd love that. And I actually had someone join me on every run with the exception of like three. To include 
the 10 p.m., the 2 a.m., not just the convenient ones. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, which is huge. Yeah, yeah, that's Um, awesome. And that just made it like, yeah, it just, for me, it was kind of putting my hand up and saying, like, I need support, which isn't something that I always do. Um, I felt like it was good. People felt included, part of something. Um, Kara wants to, you know, maybe do this next year or later this year for her own reasons. Mm So, um, yeah, it was, it was really, it was definitely an inconvenient challenge. Yeah. And for me, um, that was a good, that was a good thing for me to experience. Um, but yeah. What was inconvenient about it? Because, I mean, let's just go down. Like you said, it was inconvenient. What, what for you was inconvenient? Yeah, definitely the the night stuff. Animal doesn't I don't, operate at the night. I don't do well at night. No. So, yeah, just like, you know, I like to finagle the number, do the things, well, figure it out. Okay, if I add two here and then I add two there and then I get an extra, you know, two, I like... What are you talking about? Just like, I like to go through these scenarios of... You know, like, for example, if it wasn't run every four hours, okay, I'd be like, well, I'll add two extra miles to, to the 4 p.m. And then I'll two extra miles here. And then, I'll get, and then I'll add one there. And then I don't have to run at night. And there's a lot of, like, manipulating that oh, happens. okay. Because to make you're it, saying to get to 48. You would have yeah, and, algebra. And it's not like I don't want <clears throat> to do challenging things. That's, like, a weird thing with me where I do put myself in a position of challenging things, but then mentally I start to doubt myself, right? Like mm. make changes because what if I can, or, you know, well, I, course, I project yeah. and, but for this, it was like, there's no way around it. It's four miles it's every set. four hours. Like yeah. that's the point. Yeah. Because you've done, um, well, I mean, you did your 12 hour thing a year yeah. ago, but that was, I feel like kind of what you're talking about a little bit where it was hard. But I set all the conditions. It was, but that's what I mean. It was like nothing to do that day, just walk. And, you know, and it was kind of like, okay, this was, you know, I also had, um, I also had life, you know, it, it was on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And when while you I, did the four by four. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't like cancel every session at the gym. I didn't tell everybody in our life, like I will be. Yeah. Just in my own tent outside and don't bother me. Right. Um, still had to walk the dogs, like all that stuff. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was an opportunity. What was cool was that every four hours there was an opportunity to sort of zoom back in. Right. And bring the focus back. Right. And I really got a lot out of that because one of the things we've talked about is recently I've noticed a little escalation in my anxiety, which is probably coming from the long task list I have for myself and just doing more and more and more and more. And so that was like a 48 hour period of kind of, I really actually didn't do, I did the bare minimum for work and life. And then I focused on going out and running and it was just one thing. Yeah. So for 48 hours or whatever, not 48 hours for those 12 hours that there was just one singular focus. And that was really, that was really cool. You also ate very well. I did. I had. I may have had a whole fuel plan. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, I did want to feel good, mm-hmm. so I wanted to feel like, you know, I wasn't. I wanted to finish and feel good. And I've done some events now where I did not feel good. Such as. Yeah, like my Ironman. You know, yeah. I definitely messed up that fuel plan a little bit and a totally different scenario in but that you under ate. Yeah. Yeah. Um I wanted to say hydrated and yeah. so it was good. I, I I really though didn't I don't think I relied that much like I had in my plan to have quite a few more cinnamon buns than I actually did. Mm-hmm. Um did you feel physically prepared like like speak to your preparation about your event? Like Well I think I've had I over the past let's say two years from doing the half Ironman doing 
you know, my event and doing it in Ironman training. I think my, my foundation was pretty solid. And by that, I don't just mean like, you know, I've built up that good base of like zone two. Yeah, which takes time. Which takes time. But also my ligaments, my joints, like sure. my body yeah, yeah, yeah. has been used to that. Right. So that, in that scenario, I felt prepared. It was like the heel was the only thing. Now, yeah, was, was I running fast? No. If I was going to say, oh, I want to run each of these four miles in, you know, at like an eight minute mile pace, like, no, that. I don't know that I was. I would have been prepared for that. Right. But to run and complete all of them running and feel good. Yeah. I felt prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was good. It was it was kind of funny though because any of these things where you're sort of on your own, like I did the last one by myself at the park, and it was nice. It was 10 a.m. It was like a mild day. Yeah. And it was good finish it out on my own mm-hmm. but you kind of like stop and you're like all right well <laughs> like that's it i'm like, gonna go home okay now. yeah exactly <laughs> that is it's like the forest come like i think i'm done running um yeah but i felt proud of myself for Good. showing up and doing it i felt it, i definitely connected throughout that challenge to something that was far bigger than my own intention. So, you know, Iron Man, that was about me. Mm. This wasn't, this felt different and not that one's right or wrong, but just, I felt like the 2 a.m., the 10 p.m., like there wasn't, I didn't have a high degree of like feeling sorry for myself to get up and go. It was like, this is important. This is for something bigger. This is a small token to get up and go start moving my legs and I definitely felt a gratitude for having like on a lot of the runs that I thought about just it just kind of floated into my mind like that by me running or moving my body or whatever like this was part of us raising funds to help people and so when you look at being able-bodied and what is the freaking point of all your fitness like it's great that there's a purpose for it, that it can, you know, do more good than just mm-hmm. some, you know, accomplishment. So. Yeah, I was impressed by your, you only had one real span of hours, you know, where it was like, not to say you, you, you certainly weren't having a meltdown, but it was getting to you. No, I as, was as yeah, it should, irri- you know? a little irritable, a little agitated, tired. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You, you know, I was impressed by your positivity. I was impressed by your, um, I was impressed by people coming and obviously running with you. That was really am- amazing to see. Uh, and I was also impressed by you continuing to do life, mm-hmm. you know, down in Houston, it was we went we 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 removed ourselves from our daily life, and we're at a at a at an event to weave this into your daily life. And I remember Toby actually talking about that was one of his goals as well. Like he he wanted to still be a dad, right, right. You know, and and I was like, man, I, like I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I think they're all different. Like, there's one part though that could say like you're you're not thinking about running all the time down in Houston. You're running. You're like, all right, well, four hours, three hours till we run again. Mm -hmm. Like not that you were just sitting around waiting around, but you know, there is a little distraction, which I'm not saying it's bad, but you know, there's different things. So that was, it was cool to have that experience. I would, I think what's awesome about that challenge is it's very approachable for people. Even if you have to walk four miles, Mm -hmm you can get it done with plenty of time, you know? Um, So no matter what your ability, your running ability, any of that, you could ruck it. Like you can cover four miles and you could do it 12 times. So it is kind of a neat challenge that I would encourage people if they're like toying with the idea um, to do. I think it, and I think that is one of the messages 
that that is one of the messages that I will certainly you know tip my cap to 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 Goggins about that he does say of like look you know do what you can do mm-hmm. you can do something yeah and you know I think then that's well that's a refreshing statement yeah you know yeah. And, it doesn't and, have and, to be the sub seven minute like no. go hard you're as hard as possible yeah. and, and it's cool that you did it one I mean mad respect for doing it just on your own without not to say it's easy but like it's easy to go do an event and a race and a thing when you feed off of the energy of others sure yeah i shouldn't say it's easy but there's an energetic boost to that mm-hmm. when you're in the environment when you've got other people doing it <laughs> yeah. everybody knows that you did it here yeah that's kind of anticlimactic a little bit yeah. and but but that's 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 yeah. really cool i have a lot of respect for that too mm. and it's nice that you also you know, it, it like what I saw too is it mattered that you did it. Like you want it, it wasn't yeah, just sure. like stubborn, like hard headed. No, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. It was I really want to do yeah, this. Yeah, I genuinely wanted yeah. to and was excited. And then you had that. We had you know you had that experience also to then kind of go into Houston, right? Where you were doing, <clears throat> where you were let, where you were volunteering. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of half and half um, as needed. Which is which is really cool too, you yeah. know. Like, hey, all hand, like you know, sweep the sheds. Like, what is there? What, yeah. what do you mean? You know, I like to say like above nothing, mm-hmm. and not to say you were you know sweeping out the porta johns or anything, but like, yeah, just there to support. There to yeah. support, and that's that's cool. So that was um, <clears throat> I finished that on a Wednesday. We had a weekend, and then we left the next week for the actual event. Yeah. Um. And that was, we had gone back and forth whether I would go because, you know, currently our situation, when we leave, that leaves the gym untended to. And, right. But we really decided that this was an important thing for both of us for many reasons to, to do together. And, yeah. And appreciative that, you know, our folks over at BTE, like, I mean, it's kind of part of the model. Yeah, they were full support of like, yeah. of course, go. Nobody was had a complaint that like, well, Friday there's not going to be classes. And, um, and also, you know, obviously not to forget to mention that vets, you know, sent us, they paid for our trip, which was amazing. Um, so very grateful for that. And yeah, so we got down there, um, got to the ranch on Friday and it is funny. We didn't know, we'd never met anybody there. We talked to Adam on zoom yeah. You know, but um but what's really interesting about that is I never even thought about that. Like I didn't have any moment of like, ooh, we don't know anybody here. It was just like felt like you were I mean, I didn't at least. It was just really there wasn't any anxiety about like who was gonna be there, the people. It just felt like yeah, a good situation and right away just meeting people and like you kind of felt like whoever was there was meant to be there and um yeah. it was all a positive right yeah that was definitely i never thought about that actually yeah. either until right now like obviously i knew we didn't know anybody but it wasn't like a barrier no it wasn't like oh my god yeah adam sent an email about a week prior saying hey part of the oh, challenge yes. It was like one of the bullet points. It was one of the bullet points. It was a. It was. I, I will say this about you know, um, Adam and Andrew. But I think Adam was the one who like his, his, it was from his email account. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. Well, it was the bullet point said. But I'm just gonna say, yeah. like, they did a great job, like in the lead up. Oh yeah, to yeah, very thorough. Yeah, thorough. I'm going to like nerd out on it because they had like weather and light data, Mm -hmm. which is like. Well, when you're running all night, that. I know, but I'm saying how easy, but like weather and light, but it it was called weather and light data, which is like the thing. And so I was like, okay, good. This is what you're dealing with when you're dealing with this caliber of person. This is good. And not not that it, not that if, you know, not that you. No, it was just an example of, it was very thorough, very preparing people. Yeah. But the bullet point, which was funny because what it said was. 
bone broth. Now, up until this point, my thinking was like, I was very focused on fuel. Yes. Okay, we're going to get to like a whole foods. The problem is you typically won't think about it until Me. you're there. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, crap. I don't fucking need it. I need Skittles. And then you will need it and it'll be bad and it's a mess. Yeah. So I was going to support this effort by like preparing. Okay, what do we need to bring? What do I need to bake? What do we need to buy? <laughs> So, and then you have to figure out where the whole food, like all these things. So many logistics. Then this bullet point appeared and it said like bone broth will be provided. We encourage people to um, only, you know, use the only drink bone broth. But if you need additional fueling, please provide it. Right. So it was very clear to us when we both read that. We're like, oh, okay. So we're not having other fuel. Like we're doing this. We're doing the bone broth. So, in your mind, I think it was, like, kind of, which is kind of fucked up, like a relief. Like, oh, good. Yes. I don't have to think about any feeling. I'm just going to Well, do bone in broth. my mind, it was, mm, I need to be careful how I word this. In my mind, it was like, okay, good. These are my people. Yeah. Be- and yes. it's like. Because inherent not, in that again, is a minimalist kind of just do the work. Don't get bogged down in all the well, it's, frills it, kind of thing. And it's not again. I I want to not. I want to be sent. I don't want to come off sounding like a like a raging asshole mm-hmm. or an elitist because I don't want to. Because I don't okay. think that's who I am. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of talk and hoopla and whatever sure. about the nutrition and about the fueling and about this yes. and about that. I mean, people fuel for a fucking five k. Yes, there's appropriate times for that where it is. It is critical of course. And to have a good experience. It would be stupid not to, but there's also the going over the people with the belts, with the goo and the stuff and you're running for 20 minutes. So yes. understood. And it was kind of a nice, like, okay, like kind of like. It alleviated, I think a little bit of that pressure on just another thing mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, focused on. Yes. The, the, and, and for me, the, where there was relief was that it wasn't about performance. Right now, if I was trying to maintain sub eight minutes or sub nine minutes or right. whatever, you need or, to fuel, right? Yeah, then you then you need to fuel. Yeah. There's going to be a point where food and fueling is going to basically make or break yeah. you. But that was not my intention going right. in. So for the fueling thing, it was like, look, and it wasn't like it. It, it was just like it was. I liked it. Like it I was an invitation that. too. I thought it was a well done. That it was just an invitation as like an another element if you chose to partake in it. So. For us, we decided we were going to do that. And I think that was really, you know, I'm super glad we did. I've never fasted. I've probably tried a couple things here and there. And I get four hours in and I'm like, this is stupid. And that's <laughs> it. So, you know, for us, we kind of decided that's what we we're going to do. Electrolytes, of course. We were going to allow it to, like coffee, tea, but just no food. Yeah, no coffee for me. I'm still right. off coffee. Me, coffee. Two cups, tea. I think I had two, one or two cups of tea. And I had Element electrolytes, mm-hmm. and I had some liquid IV mm-hmm. and water. Yeah, so that was, I think, to get into just that for a second, for both of us, like a really an added element that I didn't, I don't think I thought about it. I mean, I knew, I know people who fasted, like, of course, there's a spiritual component, yeah. all that stuff, behavioral, like, there's a lot of value to it, but I hadn't put a lot of thought into it. I was like, okay, I was curious about how it was going to go. But, you know, I think in particular for you, um, I mean, I covered 22 miles with you. You Uh did 48 and obviously ran some really fast ones and whatever. But so for me, it wasn't so much, there wasn't like the physical piece there anyway. But I think for you, it was such a great opportunity to, to have like something else not just perform because for you and you've spoken about it here and you know, we, we know this another performance metric type of event is like not that valuable for you at this point. I don't think so in this, it was like this deeper element of like, okay, being curious about it. How do I feel? There was like that. I felt at least some like clarity, some focus, some sort of, yeah, just not being distracted by food or I don't know. It, it was definitely an interesting experience. Um, 
a little bit of discomfort, fatigue, like having to work through those things without just destroying yourself physically. But they were also, I also found, um, I also found the fasting and the being hungry, a component, well, the fasting and the being hungry was um, a mechanism to just move into acceptance. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I am hungry. Right. I have not eaten. Stating factual things, but not having it be anything more than it is. I'm hungry, period. Mm -hmm. I haven't eaten anything, period. Right. Not the runaway story of what this means and what this and what that. It's like, just accept what it is. And that, I think, is a big thing. As Mm -hmm. well as, you know, it could go the other way, too, of... Well, I haven't eaten anything, so therefore I have to ba ba ba. But is that is that necessarily true? And yeah. so it, it it did add an element. Um, it didn't certainly, I think, for me, it, you know, it added like a spiritual element as well. Yeah. Um, I would, for, I mean, one of the pieces that made it, um, I think, helped with my success at least was being in that environment. There really wasn't a lot of food around. I think it's certain I would like to do that, do a fast like more regularly. I think it would be for me personally, a lot more challenging to do it at home yeah. with that environment. So it was a really yeah, it was a great unique opportunity. Yeah, it was good. yeah. So that was that. I mean, like I said, I didn't do, I did less than half of what you did, but um, the fatigue wasn't so much as just sort of the, I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, you felt that drain towards the end. but The last three, well, no, the last two, or the, what is it? It was 12? Yeah. So I think probably 9, 10, and 11, so that would have been. 2 a.m., 6 a.m., 10 a.m. Yeah, but. but, Oh, oh. But not not the last one. 10 p.m., 2 a.m., 6 a.m. Yeah, 10 p.m., 2 a.m., 6 a.m. Which is the hardest ones. The 10 p.m. that last night is tough. Yeah, but then there was the ceremony. So there was, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a second, but that 10 p.m. one was sort of a little, the 10 into 2 was a little off schedule yeah, because yeah. of the thing, but um, the 6 a.m. You were feeling it. I, I definitely felt the 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay. And it, you know what it was? It was like the muscles just didn't have any real yeah. elastic. Well, yeah, there spring. wasn't anything. So I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, so for me, you know, I ran 10 of them. I think yeah. walked two of them or nine and three. Um, I walked one of them. Um, so, so a big thing too, that was also part of it was a, we were guided <clears throat> spiritually through the event from, um, you know, our native American brothers and sisters. And so they had chief Phil, uh, I think from the Lakota tribe and, and uh, a couple others that that he is part of, and before every, <clears throat> more or less before every run, they would do a prayer and a ceremony, and 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 you know he would say something, which this guy is awesome. Um, and so one of them, you know, he talked about it being about with being with other people. So find mm-hmm. two or three other people and stick together. And the two or, or three, the three other people that I was with, you know, one of them, his foot was like plantar fasciitis was setting in and, and it was like probably going to be his last four miles. And so we just walked yeah. and like, that's what it was about. Right. I said to, <clears throat> you know, I said to you, if I put my music in, earphones in, mm-hmm. look at the ground and yeah. run you're, you're missing and it. beat everybody. Right then I fucking failed miserably. You know, that's not what it's for me. For you. That's not what it was about. It was about, um, connection, being open, uh, you know, talking to people, sharing in that, Mm -hmm. you know, and there was some amazing people to do so and not for leverage or anything else, but because we're coming together to heal and to move forward. And so, you know, that was really, that was really an amazing thing. And I, and I appreciated that, um that out of it and then probably 
seven in. I think my my calf was my left calf started to give me some issues, and I felt like a massive cramp coming in, possibly a strain. I don't know. So I just kind of slowed down a little bit, and then the next iteration, the next four milers, I walked, mm-hmm. and then the one after that, I was like, "Well, let me see," and it was fine. Yeah, so I was like, "Right on." Yeah. So from a physical standpoint, it was certainly challenging. Um, it was certainly it was certainly challenging, but it was not uh, crippling. Yeah. You know, and I and, yeah. and I didn't want to be crippled either. Um, I did haul ass on the one though. Yeah, that's cool. Which was cool. The first night one, mm-hmm. I had my headlamp on. It was like you know ninety percent humidity, eighty degrees out there, and when you hit the light, you're in this like Star Wars kind of tunnel like thing. Mm-hmm. And I did put music in there. I knew folks were going to be a little bit more timid on the trail, mm-hmm. just because it was dark and the trail was the trail was hard. Um, so I figured, you know. Yeah, there would be some space, cool. and I just kind of went with however I felt, and I had like, I had you know sort of this connection to you know past people and spirit and everything like that, and I wasn't I was by myself. I knew I'd probably be by myself running, but I wasn't running by myself. Yeah, and I just was like, yeah, I feel good, and I ripped it, and then I got back, and I was like, oh shit, that was a little that was a little too fast. Um, but that was, yeah. that was also part of it, you know? Right. So yeah, each one kind of had its own, each iteration had its own experience, which was cool. I yeah. did. I was glad I got to do some with you. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. So it was a camp situation, which was also, it was like very minimal, you know, that was, I mean, you're not sleeping a lot. That was fine. And there was some cool music to get us up. Now, you know, we have sort of, Whenever you have an experience and there's music with it, now it's cool because there's that, you hear that music and yeah. you get that feeling. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So the ceremonies, <coughs> I mean, we, I, we talked with each person had a, their own, whether it was their own experience, their, their people who were veterans who had had an experience with healing experience with psychedelics, whether it was scientist type people, um, you know, political figures who are helping get this stuff going. It was just awesome to have the opportunity to meet people like this. Um, and yeah, just made some incredible connections and a lot of time. To, there was no rush. That was awesome too, just to chat and there was no urgency to wrap up the conversation or get on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, there were some great people doing, um, recovery stuff and got to talk to them and yeah um but the ceremonies there were two kind of big ceremonies through the weekend mm, yeah yeah i mean yeah sure okay. yeah every time there was a prayer there was song there was just you know we were being brought into the, yeah. that culture which was really humbling and mm-hmm. felt sacred um so saturday night saturday they had erected a teepee uh, on the property, yeah, which was in and of itself like there's an amazing like picture a of it at night. TV. Yeah, like a real TV, like thirty feet in the air. I don't even know how they did it. We don't know, <laughs> but obviously, um, but yeah, it was it was um, at night. There was a ceremony there, which was a very traditional, more female um, oriented led. So one of the women. Um, did all the prayers for that ceremony and we all you know did it in groups so that there was not it wasn't everybody packed into this um, there was an opportunity to partake in you know um, medicine to they had peyote um, and but you know wasn't necessary it was like one of my things is always like safety you were stressed out I was stressed out <clears throat> and as I got closer I started having all these doubts and thoughts and questions and you know we walked in silence out to the teepee and it was dark yeah and when we were standing outside of it I spent some time thinking about it and um yeah I realized like a lot of that a lot of the healing process is about trusting yourself and also 
you do have to be brave. I can't remember who was saying this about, because it sounds great. Like, oh, you're going to, I don't know. Like maybe, I don't know. I'm not, I shouldn't speak for other people, but I could imagine there's a thought of like, oh, you're going to just do this psychedelic experience. It sounds just like all fun and whatever. And of course we know, (laughs) we know that that's not maybe quite accurate, but there is an element of bravery. Like you want to heal. Okay. That doesn't mean it's going to be a spa experience. Mm -hmm. It might be the hardest thing you do. And what was important to me, what I had to remind myself is trusting myself and trusting that environment and everybody there who was leading this, who was surrounding me, I felt safe with. Mm -hmm. And that allowed me to kind of trust that. The, The ironic part is of course I didn't, probably take enough or I didn't even feel anything. And so I found it kind of comical that I get myself into these things and then I just slept. But I was happy that I made that choice for myself and was able to step forward and say like, okay, I want to participate and do it for my own healing. Um, But it was just amazing. The, the experience of being in that TP, regardless of, the peyote i mean that was sort of yeah not even yeah yeah i mean that's that's one of the things you know you think about um that's a new experience you know taking taking this medicine and then you don't know how it's going to go all of this and so you know there is a lot of you know there's this thing that my coach has shared with me my integration coach She's like, you know, the the psychedelics and the plant medicines provide you the lessons you need mm-hmm. to learn, as hard as they may be. And to the point about healing, like learning lessons, it's like, yeah, I got it. And it's like, well, maybe, mm-hmm. but how we learn, uh, it's just like growth. You know, you think about, whenever I think about growth, I think about a seed germinating and mm-hmm. sprouting and that's that hard shell. Right. That it has to break out of. Yeah. And then the vulnerability and the consistent application of interacting with one's environment and having, you know, the necessary inputs to continue the growth. You know, and um similarly with these lessons, like I was also glad that you were able to partake not for the altered state of consciousness. Mm-hmm. But for, but for the respect for really being invited into a sacred ceremony mm-hmm. by a culture that that owes you nothing, yeah, and as and 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 welcomed with arms wide open, you know that yeah. is more. That's that's way more powerful than <clears throat> just taking just taking, you know, some some peyote. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons why so I wasn't sure if there was going to be uh a medicine component either. Uh wouldn't have been shocked if there was, you know, just yeah, knowing yeah. the players involved there. But also I'm new to this space, yeah. so I don't know. And so but I had said kind of going in, like, I don't I'm 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 like what about six weeks maybe out of mm-hmm. my thing like I I probably wouldn't yeah it wasn't unnecessary uh, yeah like and I there wanted, was no pressure it didn't feel no, like that at all no yeah. not at all but yeah. I'm still like integrating for my thing and so yeah. you know I want to honor that too and and I talked with my coach about it and she's like yeah there's no wrong answer but this mm-hmm. and that I'm like yeah okay so I wasn't going to mm-hmm. and then you know when it comes to the, when it came to the peyote ceremony it wasn't about you know, it wasn't yeah. about like, oh, I'm going to get another one or right. blah, blah, blah. It was about participating and <clears throat> and, and doing that. You know, yeah. it's like, sorry, I got this damn thing. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, no, apologies. We'll edit it out. Uh, so, yeah, so so that was that. And that component, and I kind of want to shift to one of the most powerful things for me. The spiritual, the spiritual experience that this was, I, I mean, it was the most powerful spiritual shared experience I've ever been part of. And 
you know, that's been a, I think I talked about it last one, but you know, the, the, that void certainly was highlighted from my retreat. Right. And I also confronted what filled that void and has been a challenge to work through. Mm -hmm. And so feeling like there was a catharsism. Cathartic. Feeling like there was a cathartic experience uh -huh. previously, but now it's like, okay, great, you cleaned out. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to fill sure. in with? Right. And, um, and, and the spiritual bucket of mine, I, I cleaned it out, but it's not there to be mm -hmm. empty. It's, it needs to be yeah. full. And so, you know, that was a, that was an awesome thing. And, and so for, for the native American, um, you know, component to, to be, to be welcomed. And, and, the, and their whole thing was obviously the native Americans and the American military have a rocky past. Yeah. You know, we murdered and slaughtered and, and damn near exterminated an entire race and, and, you know, our treatment of our treatment of our own indigenous people is, 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 a, is, a, it's heart wrenching and it's appalling, but it's also in the past. And the leadership again from chief Phil and the, mm -hmm. and the elders and, and everyone was about unity and healing and yeah. moving forward. Which was what that last ceremony was, which was really amazing. And yeah. it's hard to really articulate. I don't think it, that was, but it's that like, here's, was the a, message. Here, here's somebody yeah. who's saying like, this isn't, you know, we're not about the past and, right. and especially from the veteran, you know, yeah. even before being a veteran, you know, anybody that's dealing with trauma or adversity or challenge or, or, you know, the chapters that led you up to this chapter can sometimes be so overwhelming yeah. that, you know, they, they dictate the, like, you've got more chapters. And to be in the presence of somebody who has dedicated their life to potentially this moment of bringing people together to heal and to move forward and to do so on a scale that's not just about this, but others. I mean, yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah, and, it really was. And, um, you know, and then, yeah, I mean, I got real emotional. Um, yeah, that the closing ceremony. So that was after everybody finished we went out and circled around this tree and I mean, there was the drumming, the, the chief Phil, we um, had made these um, prayer sticks and um, yeah, it was, it was amazing because it was about all of us and unity and what this group was doing. But then there was also the individual we each, I think healed individually had an opportunity for that. And, um, yeah, so it was beautiful. It was really an incredible way to end on. Um, yeah. So now what? So we come back. Well, so we didn't quite end on that. Then what? there was barbecue. really important <laughs> barbecue. Yeah, yeah, so that was a quite, yeah. and people, I told them that. I'm like, yeah, well, we had the fast, and then we, you know, came out of the fast with barbecue. And they're like, did your stomachs bother you? I'm like, no. No, no. Not at all. Um, yeah, so now what? Um, I don't know. Now what? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> for me, that was, I'll, I, I, I think it's important to say, or it's important to me to say, that was the single best experience, like physical experience, I would say, you know, that I ever participated in. Wow better than my best soccer game, better than being, you know, well, yeah, yeah. All American selection, all of that stuff. The, the, the magnitude of what that was. Have I done cooler things? I've done different things, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, but that was, and, and part of what made it so special was sharing it with you. Yeah. You know, and that was it really was. like, I just was, Full of it. I remember. I'll uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably forget at some point, but it's fresh in my mind now. But you know, coming so the hill, the the actual trail. Somehow these 
somehow our brothers decided to find a place in Houston, in Texas, that, fucking hilly. Yeah. I know. I was like, like how hey, is this possible? What about the pancake thing? Anyway, um, dirt road, a lot of rocks, up and down, mm-hmm. kind of like a up and down, like a uh, whatever, up and down hills. But you ended on a downhill. Yeah. And so it was a two mile out and back kind of situation. And I remember kind of coming up to the crest of the last uphill and then we're on the top. And then as we're sort of coming down, you know, down into the thing being like, Hey, you know, and we're running this moment. Like like take this moment in, you know, you think about finishing something like that, be it a workout, be it, you know, any, anything that's going to require endurance and resolve and grit and determination and sacrifice out of you. And yeah, of course it makes sense to, you know, kind of want to get to the end, the finish line, but so much of the value and so much of the transformation occurs, you know, obviously along the journey and it's the process, right. And all that stuff, uh, is, is important. And so to, to, I, I remember that being like, hey, I just want to acknowledge this moment right here because yeah, lock whatever it in. this feeling is, is, is yeah. amazing. And just, you know, yeah. having our own little moment there. Um, so, yeah. So, well, so I think what's next, I mean, for sure, from so many different avenues, um, it is, there's some relief, there's hope knowing that people like this exist, both for, our future and what we choose to pursue and the bigger future of humanity. Um, I think for us, it's continuing to connect with people and see where things go and how more so you realistically can be part of, you know, part of this movement really. Um, Yeah. But also wanting to extract and not, not necessarily extract because there's a whole separate thing, but, Wanting to create, I think one of the things we talked about on one of the runs that, that we do do, mm-hmm. but really kind of, it's like take the gloves off kind of deal. Like we do have, we, we have, between the ears in very, in very many ways is about, is this, there's a spiritual fitness yeah. movement kind of a thing mm-hmm. to it. And I've never acknowledged that one because I've. Well, well when you say spiritual, there's... But, but also me, like yeah, I've been spiritually you didn't have bankrupt. That. Yeah. But what it does is provide these experiences, these, mm-hmm. these experiences where it's not just a mental thing, it's not just an emotional thing, it's not just a physical thing, but there's something else. There's something a little deeper. Mm-hmm. There's something a little bigger. What is that? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we've talked about it on the air, like, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? How do you define that? Yeah. Now... Our, our, our one of the doctor, Dr. Samuel oh my gosh, Dr. Samuel Lee, who's studying quantum morphogenetics, he's actually trying to measure. I mean, this this is the most not great way to describe it, but essentially, that soul, that yeah. what our soul is, which we all, of course, walk around knowing, like, yes, of course, you have a soul. Like people, that's what makes you you, and it's not just your hair and skin, but. Okay, so then what are those frequencies? What is that? What is that tangible thing? And I think that's that's what you're talking about. And that's what people connect to. And that's why people feel good in these pursuits. And one of the other things I think we have is the community piece, that support. And it's just, it's so necessary. Um, So continuing with, you know, not just looking elsewhere. It's like, oh, getting involved in that. But like, we've built something amazing and continuing to build and grow and and do that with between the ears. So that's kind of yeah. something we're always working on. But that for sure is probably um, highlighted a little more. Um, yeah. So, but I think it's a little not premature to say like, what's next or what do we do? It's just sort of right now taking in yeah for sure and what's experience next and, of, and i don't mean like what's next like what's the next target mm-hmm. or gate or whatever but more so like how to follow through what does yeah. integration look like you know kind of yeah. all of that because i mean it's still uh, i think we did an okay job sort of we we 
we did a good job of like saying like okay what we did and stuff but yeah. but the essence of it and the feelings of it and you know there's obviously a lot we didn't include and yeah because you know, it's, it's because it's also well whatever yeah and it's most people i think understand like you go you have an experience you can articulate and narrate what happened but that doesn't that doesn't project the feelings so what's important i think to note is just yeah this this was huge it was pivotal for us but also thereby by people we you know what we're doing and how we go forward and, and we're i think excited that's one about of the that. things you know yeah. we want to also that's one of the reasons why that's that's one of the that's the that's how between the ears was birthed it was birthed out of this desire of sharing of of recreating and and creating experiences that i we were fortunate to have yeah to share and with want others to share with others yeah. it's always been about sharing the stuff with others yeah it um without it being you know for some people doing that you know going to Houston is impossible for some people going to the military or for some people doing an ironman or for whatever that's not always possible right um and so it's always been between the ears has always been about sharing experiences with others yeah. and this just reinforced how that is the yeah. that is the spirit of between the ears and you know these types of things wanting to really we'll never be able to copy what happened mm -hmm. that would be disrespectful and frankly we're not we're not we can't but creating our own in addition yeah. to or supporting thing for folks and so that's really what yeah and we have, we have i mean we have an event coming up in two weeks and it's you know an overnight thing it could be so easy to say like, well it's just people are gonna like get on some cardio and do that mm -hmm. sure okay or it's an opportunity for like some really incredible people coming together we get to facilitate that provide an experience all that stuff so there's plenty of opportunities if we choose to take them yeah um yeah and yeah and and the you know the people who want to have some type of transcendent spiritual experience and you know using the body to be you know the the, the body is is the vessel through which we experience life right that's what we're given this form mm -hmm. is what we're given to experience life and to the extent that you're able to use your body which a lot of people aren't yeah if you are my opinion is that you have a not that you have a moral obligation to do what you have to do because i think that phrase sometimes gets overused mm -hmm. but you have an opportunity that others don't yeah and if you want to extract it if you want to experience because you know, there, this this vessel is that which we experience life in, and and by using the body, by interacting with, within and without, mm -hmm. within yourself and outside yeah. of yourself and your environment, you know that. that yeah, and like I think a, one of the things when we look at between the ears that is a physical piece, but we kind of talked about it a little bit this morning. But you can use your body if you're not practicing really being in your body. Then, then you're missing something as well to, to get to that point of transcendence. Like you kind of have to learn to work with yourself. It's not being in, you know, your body is a vessel that can work with you to accomplish these things. And I think a lot of us, where this ties into some of the fitness stuff is like the fitness industry, there's often times where it becomes your adversary. You're working against it. You're punishing your body. And like, that's part of our journey to move past that, to get to a place where it's, it's it's a tool it's a thing that is working for you not against you for sure yeah. and and that's also at the subconscious level you know you can dissociate from your body yeah and that's not really a choice you know um you're not like all right i'm going to dissociate and then you turn the lights off mm -hmm. you know when, when when true dissociation occurs it's hard you're in the midst of something horrific mm -hmm. um and it's a safety it's a survival mechanism so that defense is a huge one 
Mm-hmm. Now, to reestablish and reconnect safety within your body and to feel safe within your body is an is, 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 is a absolute must. Yeah. And doing so on a consistent basis, doing so, you know, from a learning standpoint, right. where some days you might not feel safe. Some days you might not know what that is. Some days you might not, okay, okay, different things. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, to to use the body um, and to try to partner with it because it's, it's, it's got a language that sometimes we don't know and mm-hmm. we need to learn, but not, you know, <clears throat> not, not trying is, is not an option actually for, for us, but yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Um, no real announcements with what we've got. I'm thinking of something in July mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, well, there's things coming. So the announcement is, if you're interested in getting involved, there's plenty of opportunities from, so. Yeah, we've got my ceiling yeah. coming up. You've got a six-week women's group coming yeah. up. We have, there are spots still for the triathlon. If people want to do an experience that is community, that's using your body, that's right. that's on the 26th. It was rescheduled because of weather. So there are some spots if you want to enter in and you don't have to know anybody. Um you know, so yeah. reach out, but yeah, good things coming. Yeah, that's for sure. So just want to reiterate a sincere, heartfelt debt of gratitude and appreciation for everybody that, you know, did contribute beyond just financial as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of folks paid. Checked in. And that was yeah, obviously nice. like, thank you, because you, frankly, you, you're helping save someone's life. Yeah. Legitimately, that's not like some bullshit. Mm-hmm. That is a legitimate statement. But there was also folks who, you know, really checked in and, yeah. and sent us their thoughts and prayers and were and were moved. And maybe even if you were like, "All right, right on," like y'all are doing that, I can do this in my own life for my thing. Like you know, there's there's multiple forms of currency, and the most powerful form I think is 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 our interactions, is our actions, and um. It is also this our actions that are aligned with our our beliefs and our values and our and 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 our spirit, you know, and our yeah. soul, and in the direction of something useful and positive. And you know, I think that's the calling. That's the that's the follow through that I hope we can continue to facilitate and, and encourage um, to have the human the human currency be what we. We yeah. really drive home and stuff. So cool. Very cool. All right. All right. Well, see you whenever. Bye. <laughs>